Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan with Great Ministries. Want to welcome you back to our weekly podcast. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you again for this week's podcast. We pray that it will touch the lives of all the listeners. We pray that those listeners will share that podcast with their friends, their family, and especially the unsaved. We pray that your word will go forward and not return empty, that it will accomplish what you sent it to do. In Jesus' name, amen. This week, I want to look at an attitude of ingratitude. Next week, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I want to look at thankfulness. Ingratitude is the state of being ungrateful or unthankful for blessings received. Let's see what the Bible has to say about today's topic. Here are some characteristics of this attitude. Moses wrote a song about rebellious Israel in Deuteronomy 32, verses 6 and 7. It reads, Do you thus deal with the Lord, O foolish and unwise people? Is he not your father who brought you? Has he not made you and established you? Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask your father, and he will show you. Your elders, and they will tell you. My friends, the Israelites were thoughtless in that they suggested going back to Egypt to reassume the role of a slave even after God had worked miracles to free them from bondage. They grumbled for water. God provided them with water. They grumbled for meat, and God sent quail because they were tired of the free manna that God had sent on a daily basis. All they had to do was go pick it up. I remember as a youth, my dad butchering a whole cow, and he gave half of it to his brother. We had steaks, roast, hamburger, all types of beef for dinner, every night if we wanted. I remember complaining, steak again? What a tough life I had. My gripe was one of three common complaints. Number one, complaints of the flesh. I complained about craving food other than what my daddy had provided. Are we guilty of doing God the same way? Criticizing him for what we do not have. Number two, complaints of jealousy. Some of my friends were getting to go out to eat, which led to jealousy on my part. Why do they get to go out and eat, and we don't? Miriam and Aaron became jealous of Moses in Numbers 12 and 2. Number three, complaints of unbelief. Moses sent 12 men into the promised land to check it out. Two different reports came back. Caleb reported in Numbers 13 and 30 that the Israelites should go up and possess the land at once, while 10 of the other men gave a bad report, which set in motion a chain of events, starting with the Israelites murmuring against Moses. They were ready to kill Moses and go back to Egypt. Years ago, I was appointed with the task of getting a new church sanctuary built. It took 10 years to save for a down payment. In the meantime, the complaints of unbelief surfaced. Fast forward, the building is about to be paid off. Plans are being made for a mortgage burning ceremony, and the unbelievers left long ago. The same God that led the Israelites into the promised land is the same God that got this church built. In Isaiah 1, verses 2 and 3, God calls on heaven and earth as witnesses against Israel for the way they have treated him. Isaiah writes, 
Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord hath spoken. I nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. The ox knows its owner, and the donkey its master crib. But Israel does not know. My people do not consider. Can you imagine how frustrating it must be to have rebellious children who never appreciate what their parents have done? I chuckle at verse 3 because God uses the ox and the donkey to compare to Israel. These are dumb animals, but at least they know who takes care of them. Israel doesn't know, and that's unnatural. The Lord asks in Jeremiah, the fifth chapter, the seventh verse, Why should I forgive you? Your children have forsaken me and sworn by gods, that's with the little g, that are not gods, again with the little g. I supplied all their needs, yet they have committed adultery and thronged to the houses of prostitutes. God is accusing Israel of spiritual adultery, since they were ungrateful for what God had done, and to make matters worse, they had gone after other gods, who have not done anything for them. The causes of ingratitude include prosperity, self-sufficiency, forgetfulness, fear, greed, and pride. Number one, prosperity is a successful, flourishing, or thriving condition especially in financial respects or good fortune. Please hear me on this. God wants us to prosper, but he also wants us to praise him for our increase. Consider the warning he gave the Israelites in Deuteronomy 6, chapter, verses 10 through 12. It reads, So it shall be, when the Lord your God brings you into the land of which he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you large and beautiful cities, which you did not build, houses full of good things, which you did not fill, hewn out wells, which you did not dig, vineyards and olive trees, which you did not plant. When you have eaten and are full, then beware, lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. The Israelites would go on to repeat a cycle of forgetting God receiving punishment, repenting, prospering, and then forgetting God again to start the cycle all over. Self-sufficient means able to supply one's own needs without external assistance. Again, God warns the Israelites not to forget God when you have eaten and are full and when you have built beautiful houses, when your flocks, silver, gold, and all you have are multiplied. Deuteronomy, the 8th chapter, verses 17 and 18, says, Then say in your heart, My power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, and that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers, as it is by this day. My friends, when everything is going great, our lives are posters for the abundant life. Yet we can easily let our hearts get lifted up that we have accomplished all this without any help. Forgetfulness is the negligent inattention of others. Jesus healed 10 lepers in Luke 17 verses 12 through 18, but only one of them returned to thank him. In verse 17, Jesus asked, where were the other nine? Only one remembered to come back and thank Jesus. Please do not be like the other nine lepers. Don't forget to give thanks daily for all your blessings. 
After David saved the city of Keilah by attacking the Philistines, the men of Keilah were ready to hand over David to King Saul. For the fear of King Saul erased the great deed of David. How's that for ingratitude? Read about it in 1 Samuel 23, verses 12 through 18. Greed is the excessive desire for wealth or possessions. And Nabal showed his greedy ingratitude in 1 Samuel 25, verses 4 through 11. David and his men had protected Nabal's shepherds and his sheep. It was time for sheep shearing, which was also a time for celebration. David sent messages to Nabal asking for compensation during the celebration, but left the amount up to Nabal. Nabal's reply was to give David nothing, even though Nabal was a very rich man. Pride is a dignified sense of what is due to oneself. Look at what happened to King Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel 5, verses 18 through 20. God had given him a kingdom, but his pride caused him to lose his kingdom and also to lose his mind. Finally, in Romans, the first chapter, verse 21, it tells us that although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were they thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. My friends, please be thankful for all of God's blessings. Pray this prayer with me. Father, forgive me of my attitude of ingratitude. Help me to be thankful for all that you have given to me. In Jesus' name, amen. I ask that you give your life to Jesus Christ so that he can bless you abundantly above all that you can ever ask or think. Find a good Bible teaching church where you can continue your education. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Support for Great Ministries comes from friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048. Or call us at 678-693-2204. Be blessed and have a great week.